Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni. Joining me once again is Shay Dixon. Shay, how are you doing today? What it do? Um... Love it. Energy off rip Friday you morning. Am yeah, I, I got mute? you. Okay. No, you're good. Yes. A lot of energy. I've been up a couple hours, been knocking some stuff out, getting some visitor list stuff together, getting stuff for the game tomorrow together. So um putting we're O and O. It just got to get to one and O right now, Maddie B. That's our site mentality. LSU sharing the same mentality. Win every so, day. Flushing FSU week. Moving on to Grambling State here. Um, not the longest podcast. We went over an hour on the mailbag. So Yes. We are done with Florida State. Um, let's move on. What do you want to talk about? Where should we start? Yeah. Um, obviously, Grambling State um, this week, uh, Saturday night in Death Valley. It would be nice to be uh, back home uh, for LSU, obviously, coming off a road game against Florida State, which was a true road game in every sense of the word. And then the reason this game has significance is because LSU doesn't play – like a lot of teams do is four non-conference games and then eight straight conference games or even three non-conference games. They play two and then it's Mississippi state. And I'll be it. I'm not super high on Mississippi state this year. Uh, I have questions about, you know, the offensive coordinator they hired, you know, completely changing systems, but we'll talk about Mississippi state later. So regardless, you're preparing for an SEC team in week three and you come off a loss week one. It was a deflating loss. Um, I'm not sure, even though I picked Florida State to win the game, I obviously it was a worse loss than I expected. But also, I just I didn't know how deflating it was going to be, in a sense, to not only the, the fan base, but potentially, you know, the team and, and whatnot. And I think when we talked to Brian Kelly earlier this week, you kind of feel the the edge that he had, in a sense. And so now you go into a week against Grambling State where you're not going to learn a ton. Um, you know, the spread's going to be – the spread for Southern last year was 49, and they basically almost covered it. Um, well, this year it's probably going to be a similar type thing. You know, there was whatever it was at halftime last year against Southern. This year, Grambling State, it's going to be a similar situation. So how much can you learn from this game? We'll talk about that, what we want to see in this game. But in general, uh, when I look at this game, it's kind of just about LSU regaining that – competitive edge that brian kelly talked about in his press conference and figuring out you know this is who we want to be moving forward and kind of i think setting a tone so that's why i'm i expect it to be you know a comfortable lead going into halftime this this week um for for context grambling state played hampton last week um won't get too deep in the weeds there but lost to hampton 35 to 31 in new jersey um Hampton ends up finishing the game with uh, 280 yards rushing on six yards per carry. So, you know, we can talk about the run game a little bit. But, yeah, in in general, I think this is – I think Southern – someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Southern is a better team than Grambling is at this point. So, um, yeah. I was going to – 
Yeah, I was going to touch on that in our at the end when we give our score predictions, but um, LSU was up 50-something to nothing on Southern last year, and they later in the year beat Grambling pretty handily, 35 to like 17. Yeah, so, I, I, I just last year. year ago. Yeah, there was some Southern, Southern last year. I was very much like on paper, like, oh, okay, there's there's um, all-conference type players on that team. Um, I haven't looked too deep into Grambling, but yeah, I don't think it's the same quite level. Um, well, let's start there on offense. Um, obviously, in a game like this, I just was scrolling through on uh, DraftKings, at least does not have a spread on this game still. So there's the expectation um, where they're not even putting it onto the books for people to bet it. It's going to be tomorrow then, morning. Yeah, let's make it about LSU here uh, yeah. on offense. Uh, the biggest thing you want to see, you may have just touched on it there in your opening, but for me, Maddie B, it is I want to see them run the ball beyond Jaden Daniels. And there should be no excuse for not being able to run the ball in this game. And you've got tougher competition coming up. As you noted, you're beginning SEC play. Even against a Mississippi State, you're going to have to find a way to run the football. So that starts and getting into that rhythm for me starts now. Like they have to be able to run it this weekend with the running backs. Yeah. And I, I, did, I thought it was interesting. Brian Kelly was – I don't know if we've heard him say this before, but he said in his Monday press, which I guess was Tuesday, Tuesday press conference, um, we don't want Jane Daniels to be our leading rusher every game. And I, I kind of thought that was um, known to a degree. Like everybody kind of knew that's not what you want your quarterback to do. But I don't think I'd heard Brian Kelly come out and flatly say that. But after a game where you basically rush for one yard a carry outside of the Josh Williams run, I think it's blatantly obvious and it is an uncomfortable truth that if this team doesn't run the ball, their offense is not going to be nearly as uh, efficient as people want it to be. You can talk about the down the field passing and all that stuff being more explosive. That's great. But if you can't run the ball with running backs and even Jaden, uh, Jane Daniels stuff, some of it's by design, obviously, but some of it's not. So if you can't run the ball by design, the defense is going to have no problem, obviously, dropping the safeties, you know, getting into lighter boxes, being able to stop your your passing game. And then we're not even talking about explosive plays because that's going to be impossible for those explosive plays to be there. So I do think that is, like I said, Grambling allowed six yards per carry against Hampton last week. I think LSU needs to come out and average about six, seven yards per carry um, from the running backs, from the running backs specifically. Now, to expand on that, I don't. I don't. Sorry, I don't have your rundown up right now. I don't know if it's up there, but um, Logan Diggs is expected to be back and in a very, very high usage capacity for his standards. I think. I think he's going to be. Brian Kelly said in his radio show that they expect um, Logan Diggs to get a lot of carries. What that means exactly, I don't know. Ten, twelve, somewhere in that range. That'd be a lot. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get anything more than that, really. But if he gets ten carries. I think that would be a nice way to to get him back in um, in the mix of things. For reference, no running back got more than four carries against yeah. Florida State. So they split that between three guys, four, four, and four. Um, we'll yeah. have to see much more from that. Uh, tied into that, and Matty B, there will be a ton of freshmen that play this weekend. It'll be more exciting for us to talk about that on the postgame pod when we actually see who all played and in the mailbag pod when people ask about maybe how those guys impact it moving forward. But we do want to note that Brian Kelly said, Lance Hurd, five-star, will see time as a first-team right tackle this weekend. 
That slides Emory Jones into right guard in the spot that Miles Frazier currently occupies. That was a weak kind of point, at least, or at least a, the weaker side of the line against Florida right. State. Then perhaps they start to shuffle that up moving forward. Um, I don't know if that means Lance is going to start, but he will be getting first team reps, um, not to the point where he gets into the game, but he's in with the entire second team. He will get out there. They'll see what it looks like with Emory Jones at right guard, Lance at right tackle. And I think of any of the freshmen, Matty B, that's probably the most notable one you watch because that actually could turn into full-time starting against SEC teams. Yeah, him and then second would be Shelton Sampson. Uh, we've talked about him a good amount. We talked about him during the, the Mailbag podcast at length, so don't need to rehash all of that. But I think we see Sampson, um, and if we're just talking about freshmen, obviously um, – I think those are the two. Uh, you know, Chris Hilton's another name. You can go down the list of names. I just wrote a story, just posted a story at the time of recording this about the five non-freshmen I'm interested in watching. So you know, y'all can go look at that. But freshman-wise, everybody's gonna want to see everybody. All the LSU fans are gonna want to see everybody. Kyle Parker, Jackson McGowan, Camorian Pimpton, um, you know, DJ Chester get in there. Heck, maybe Ricky Collins gets a series or two. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, on offense, I think that we laid it out well. The run game, we'll see some freshmen. Ultimately, I do want to see Jay Daniels take shots, and I understand that that's not breaking new ground here. But last year against Southern, I believe he did take quite a few, uh, to my memory of just vertical one on one balls, just let them go. The receivers should be able to get separation Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas, Kyron Lacey, like. You know, they should be fine. We should see plenty of Chris Hilton this week. Just throw the damn ball and see what happens. Defensively, what do you want to see? Um, I'll I have two things. Well, there's a million. You can name the corners. You can name – I'll touch on Harold Perkins here a little yeah. bit. But I want to see Mason Smith because he's supposed to get 30, around 30 snaps. And Brian Kelly said it would, he almost seemed excited if he could get to 30 snaps. That tells me Mason is still a little bit hobbled and they want to ease him back in or at least get him a good chunk of reps 30 uh, before they go to Mississippi State. So I want to see a healthy Mason Smith and what that looks like. And I don't want to see them give up a touchdown. And I know that when you get into the fourth quarter and you've got your third team unit out there and you're winning big that maybe that doesn't count. But there should be no reason that Grambling is scoring on you in the first half when you've got first and second team guys out there. So yeah, I want to see them pitch a shutout by halftime and I want to see Mason Smith. Yeah. And uh, Southern last year wouldn't have scored if Nussmeyer didn't give up, you know, 14 points pretty much. Um, New Mexico obviously was, did not score a touchdown uh, in that game. Uh, did, was it zero points or three points? They held New Mexico to last year. It was, Whatever well, the Southern under did score 17, so they scored beyond Nussmeyer's pick six. I guess in the fourth quarter they had scored. Well, they well Nussmeyer gave them two. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I, I I thought, and then they drove, and then they had a field goal at the end. Yes. Um, regardless, well, they had one pick six, but the other Southern actually scored. It doesn't matter, but I'd yeah, like to see the pitches shut out by halftime. Yes. Again, this team is not as good as what Southern was last year. Um, yeah, I do think that is. An aspect of it. Also, for on the on the Mason Smith front, if we just look ahead real quick to the the Mississippi State game, if they can get forty snaps out of him, I would feel really good against Mississippi State. So I think thirty is a very comfortable number. He said in his interview this week, it was like fifty to sixty snaps is a very normal number for a defensive tackle, which it very much is. 
Um, I mean, <laughs> Mikhail Wingo was playing 80 snaps uh, at times last year, so there's no reason for that. But, um, yeah, I think 30 snaps is good. Get him to 40 next week. You just kind of ramp it up from there. Defensively for me, and this is – I wrote this in my story as one basically my the most interesting player I'm going to be watching for, and which – it doesn't really make sense when people think about interesting, but I think Greg Penn is, has an interesting week here because of the Harold Perkins situation. So it kind of coincides with how they're going to use Harold Perkins and how much they're going to use Greg Penn. Um, it's all tied together. I'm in general, I want to see the linebackers and how Matt house designs things, how impactful they are and how they are used. Um, that might be really niche, but Greg Penn last week, I didn't get a ton of reps and I think he, they're going to need him to be a player this year. So I'm, I'm interested to see Greg Penn um, at the linebacker spot. Now, obviously, we can get to the secondary, um, but I think they're going to be fine this week. Like I, I just don't, I don't think it's going to be a problem. The pass rush is going to be there in a heartbeat, and um, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a tough job for the secondary. So, like, I don't think we can learn that much. I completely agree with you. There's not any – unless the secondary is getting burned or something, there's not <laughs> – It's only bad. negative only in bad. this game. Yes. Uh, when exactly. it comes to secondary. Uh, shout out real quick, um, the Game Time app. Uh, you guys know that every Friday when we do our preview and prediction pod, Game Time is our sponsor. Um, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets. Start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Here's how it works. Download the Game Time app, G-A-M-E-T-I-M-E. Create an account and use Tigers, T-I-G-E-R-S. You get 20 bucks off your first purchase. Maddie B, this works well because they have a game this weekend. I've yes. got it pulled up right here. If you actually like look at the Game Time app, you can like see where your seats yeah, me, would be. You can sure sit at the 50-yard line. Row 303, uh, section 303, row two, two seats together right there. And if you use wow. the Tigers promo code, you will get both those tickets for about 100 bucks on the dot. So there are tickets all over here on the game tab. Again, all over Tiger Stadium for this one. Lower bowl, 40 bucks, 37 bucks, 32 bucks, 46 bucks. So if you do not have tickets to the game this weekend, you want to go get on the game time app. Download them. Like I said, you can get two tickets and sit in the 50 yard line in row two for a hundred bucks. So Tigers is the promo code. You get that 20 bucks off. That'll bring it down to about a hundred dollars and 50 bucks a piece. That's not too bad for a game in Tiger Stadium, especially an opener. Yeah, that is. And the halftime show, I'm sure, will be fun this year, just like it was last year. So better. And those are better seats than the press box. We should maybe buy those and just go sit down there and I got my binoculars ready. Oh, yes, that's right. Maybe he does have his binoculars. I'll be using those too. All right. Um, but so game time, download it, use the promo code Tigers. We appreciate it. And it'll get you into this weekend's game. Same with the Saints game. If you want to uh, get on there and check it out. Predicting the MVPs. Um, Matty B will have a story on this on the site as well. But offense, defense, MVP. Mine are done. So I'm just going to roll through them. You ready? Go ahead. Yeah. My offensive MVP, Malik Neighbors. Six catches for 67 yards, no touchdowns a week ago. He's still the go-to guy. We saw it in many spots. For a guy that went over 1,000 yards and only had three touchdowns last year, we expect those touchdown numbers to go up. Give me Malik Neighbors. I could see him touching 100 yards. Depends on how long he plays, but I could also see him scoring. So I've got Malik Neighbors there. 
defense I'm rocking Harold, or, uh, excuse me, uh, on defense I'm rocking Harold Perkins and two solo tackles, second week in a row here. Yeah. Until it hits. Until two solo hits. tackles, no tackles for loss, no sacks against Florida State. That ain't going to work. Um, I want to see Harold Perkins start stacking up the stat sheet in this one. There is no excuse for it not to happen. So yeah. I don't have to call it a bounce back game. I would just like to see him really get things rolling uh, this week. And you know where I'm going here on special teams. I ain't budging. Neither is Brian Kelly. Aaron Anderson remains the starting kick and punt returner. I'm rocking with it. Yes, he fumbled the first opportunity he had as a punt returner. But so did Malik Neighbors a year ago, twice against Florida State. And they bailed on him. And the answer turned into just Greg Clayton because he could catch it. They never, they went to Jack Bash. They never found anyone who was going to provide that spark. For me, if your coaching staff has looked at this team for a month and thought Aaron Anderson was the best solution, do not bench him after one single play. Yes, he messed up. He knows that. He's been returning his entire high school career. This was just his first time in college. Stick with him. They're doing that. I even thought on kick returns, he was kind of taking them out to try to spark something because he knew he'd already messed up and mm -hmm. they were in a shootout. And it just was kind of a rough first go for him. Will not be surprised if he breaks one in this one or at least gets a big gain out of something. So rocking Aaron Anderson. So I'm going... Malik, Harold, and Aaron Anderson. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's good. It's a good, good group right there. Um, you can go the same people if you'd like. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm just gonna go with some sleeper picks because, honestly, I mean, starter wise, I don't think anybody here can really show me anything that, like, I think Harold Perkins is a legitimately good pick because we have to see him, see how they're gonna use him and and what they're gonna do with him. Um, offensively, I debated this for a while in my head. Um, offensively, I mean, I want to see Logan Diggs. Ultimately, though, I do think Chris Hilton gets a, a score in this game, and I think he makes a big play. Um, because he's made he made big play. I think it was New Mexico. There was a long pass. I think Southern last year was a long pass. Like in these games where you know they get a lead, they just kind of chuck it to Chris Hilton. And so I'm gonna take the Chris Hilton over. Are receiving yours whatever that prop is i'm taking the over uh because it'll probably hit it on one play uh defensively it's really difficult because who's going to be really good that makes a play here um i'll roll with i'll, I'll go brayden swenson i just okay. i love swenson that last game i thought he was really good so um, I'll go the opposite of Harold Perkins. So go the other side of the line of scrimmage. So maybe they double Harold and give Swinson a snap or two. I asked coach about Swinson and yeah, very, very um, impressive performance. So good for him. Also um, sleeper pick Caleb Jackson, make a, make a player to get everybody going. Um, but also we have, we haven't, we've gone this whole podcast and have, I haven't mentioned Kamori and Pimpton. Um, 
I said before the season, I think he gets a touchdown in this game. So I'll stick with that. There you go. There's enough touchdowns to go around. Uh, specialist wise, uh, Damian Ramos hits a 45 plus yard field goal in this game for no reason. There you and go. you'd like to see him just continue to make all of his extra points. That is a nice step in the right direction because it means everyone's blocking correctly and that Correct. he has time to get it off. Correct. Like those picks. And I'll even give you a sneak. If Caleb Jackson takes one on special teams instead of Aaron Anderson and runs, runs it. I thought about bit, that. That'll count as well that. for you with your Caleb Jackson slide in there. I, um, I don't know. Did you have your final score ready? I've got mine as we wrap up this. No, pod. but I can do it. Go ahead. Okay. I am going LSU 62, Grambling 6. Now, that could be a touchdown. They miss it, try to go for two. They don't get it. Miss an extra point, a couple field goals. I don't care. I would like to see them not score. I can't tell you what's going to happen in the fourth quarter if backups are in. Yeah. But, again, LSU was up 51-0 on Southern a year ago at halftime. Southern is a better team right now than Grambling. Southern beat Grambling last year. The only worrisome thing would be for me would be if like it was like twenty seven nothing at half or something like that. It's like come yeah. on, like you that should be the score at the end of the first quarter. Like so, if they can't put the ball in the end zone in the red zone again, they have to settle for two field goals. That would be weird. Well, they were an incredibly efficient red zone team a year ago, so I'm trying not to have too many sweeping generalizations from week one. Um, but that's what I'll roll with. I'm going sixty two uh, to six. Um, I I really can't be different here. I don't think I can be different at all. I just sixty three. Yeah, man, sixty three to seven. I, I'll give them a touchdown. Sixty three. There you go. I I don't I can't I can't be very different than that. But uh, because if you know maybe they do score less than sixty, but I I think in the first half they'll get to forty or or you know thirty five forty two something like that. Um, that might be. I the betting lines haven't come out yet. But the first half, if I can get a first half play LSU minus like 31, then I'll probably just do that as the play. But we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Line of thinking is the same. All right. 20 minutes. Get in, get out. I think we previewed the game well. We'll be back after the game to uh, recap what we saw. Shay, got anything? Yeah, that'll be fun. I think it'll be a good time. We get to talk about a lot of guys because I think a lot of other guys who don't start will play, and that will be notable because then we get a sense of what else they have. I'll tell you what, we better see some Deshaun Womack and Quincy Wiggins. I need to see those two make a play or two. I need to see it all. I need to see some Ashton Stamps. I need to see Wait, everybody. Weeks. weeks will play. Oh, weeks will play. I want to see everybody. So, so what is it, 6.30, Matty B? Saturday night Let in me, Death Valley. Again, yeah, game I, time. I, be I believe it is. 6.30? I believe it is. Okay. I'll double check. So, if you don't have tickets, you want them. Game time app still has a ton in the lower bowl, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, depending on where you want to sit. Yeah, 630. Promo code Tigers, get on it. Matty B, sign us off, and we'll see everybody uh, after the game on Saturday night. Yep. Tiger Stadium, 630. Um, I'm excited. Here we go. Season uh, continues, even after a loss. I I said 11 to 1 with a loss to Florida State. I'm right. One for one so far. Here we go. Two for two. Uh, if uh, when they beat Grambling. Um, but yeah, thank you all for joining us. Leave us a five-star rating review if you're listening on the audio side, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, leave us five, um, a like, comment, share, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. We greatly appreciate all the support on YouTube, the interactions, the replies. Uh, let us know what you think below. If you disagree with us, you think we're completely wrong, uh, if you agree with us, all that good stuff. 
um, we really appreciate the inter- interaction and support. So, yeah, like Shay said, we'll be back Saturday night to talk about the game, to recap it. Until then, we will talk to you all later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.